Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Transformational Powerhouse podcast. My name is Chelsea Morgan from The Collective Therapy. This is the place where I'm going to share all my top secrets and we'll have a fat chat about how to keep bloody love alive in the year 2000s, hey? I've gathered all the juicy tips from the past 10 years working as a healer, relationship counsellor, teacher, hypnotherapist and back-to-back relator, let me tell you. My goal is to transform you into the powerhouse that you were born to be. I don't subscribe to the belief that therapy should take years or even months. It should be rapid and effective, matching our modern way of living. So listen in and help me help you. I've got your back. Let's do this. Hello, lovers out there. All right, so today is about love languages. And before I go ahead, if any of you would like to see like a physical representation and see some quick tips um, and doers and donters, head over to my Instagram at, at the collective therapy and you will see some reels, which uh, we're getting real, real there. Dad joke. Okay, moving on. So in love, busy, busy schedules, hey, and long days with relating. Lovers get tired. We, ha- we are mums. We are sisters. We are you know, wives, husbands, brothers, it just gets chaotic. And we have so many balls to juggle in life. I always say it's about balancing your balls. Absolutely. And especially not dropping your own ball. Anyway, gone off track. So today we are going to be talking about love languages. So, you know, between busy schedules and long ass days, expressing love can fall by the wayside. You know, we forget to compliment, maybe we forget to give gifts, we forget to write little notes, to linger in our embrace, to eye gaze longer, to touch a bit softer. You know, we just, you know, we tend to just neglect our lovers, bless them, and uh, it's just not good. So there are five different love languages or ways of expressing love. I'm going to explain them first and then I'm going to explain some examples of marriages or relationships that have come into my room. Once again, work online, there is no room, but you know what I mean. Come into my space and I'm just going to continue to say room, okay? But listeners, I don't have a room. I work online, but yeah, moving on. So, Yeah, there are five different love languages and in my room, when couples come to me, there is a clash of love languages often and we need to take time to learn our lover's love language. Otherwise, it's like bloody talking Japanese and, I don't know, French. You're not speaking the same language of love, which is often designed in childhood. These are the five. One, words of affirmation. Two, acts of service. Three, receiving gifts, or I also say gift giving. Four, quality time. And five, physical touch. So I'm going to go through and I'm going to explain each of them very briefly. There is a book out there written by Gary Chapman. He is the author, speaker, counsellor, writer of this book wonderful theory that's saving marriages so if you would like more information give a good google to good old gaz 
Gary Chapman and he will give you some more info. But I'm just here to quickly smash out a little episode so that you can relate, resonate and embed the tools and techniques into your relationship so we can build it nice, juicy, rich relationship like we all want. Number one, words of affirmation. Seems quite self-explanatory. Maybe not though. Right, so these people who have this love language, they love words. They want to hear it from your mouth, okay? That's their language, okay? So often the language that you want to receive is the one that you give. You know, sometimes not, but quite often it is. But in this instance, people with words of affirmation love language. They want to hear words of affirmation. Now, this does not look like generic, non-specific compliments. That is no-going, no-go territory. So they don't want to hear, I love you. You know, they want to hear, I love you because. They don't want to hear, oh, you're so smart. They want to hear, you're so smart because. Or specific compliments like, I really like how that top falls on your body And it also brings out that beautiful color in your eyes. They're just going to be like, oh, wow, boner, whether they're male or female. You know, I'm talking about emotional boner here. The pole within stands up straight. They're feeling good. They're feeling sexy. They're feeling seen. They're feeling love. They're feeling heard. Hallelujah. Okay, so words of affirmation. They want to hear specific to them compliments and words out of your mouth. If you don't, They're going to feel unloved. That's their language. Don't be speaking Japanese when they're speaking French. Train rack, rack, not rack, rack. Okay, number two, acts of service. These people with this love language, they want you to do things for them or they will do things for you. Doing looks like um, taking the bins out, maybe cooking dinner. Maybe sweeping the freaking floor, whatever, chores. They are doing acts of service to show you, to communicate to you, to express to you they love you. Now, also, the flip side of that coin is that these lovers also want you to do it for them quite often. So if you're mulling on the couch and the other one's buzzing around the house doing chores, they're going to have this silent emotional finger up to you like, you bastard, get off your ass. Because they're like you know, loving your sick, doing all the chores and you're doing sod all. So, you know, you got to do some acts of service even if you don't want to because otherwise you're doing the Japanese French thing. You ain't speaking the same love language. Train wreck. You know what I mean? You know where I'm, you know where I'm going there, listeners, you know. Um, also, another good one with acts of service is it needs to be specific to them. So, for example, classic, always see this. Dal, I mowed the lawn for you. What's your problem? The other partner's like, I don't want you to fucking mow the lawn, mate. I wanted you to take the goddamn bins out. Now they're rotting and the crows are in it and it's all over the goddamn house. See the difference? Okay, so it's got to be specific to their language. If they want their acts of service to look like X, Y, Z, you better well do X, Y, Z. Third one, receiving gifts or gift giving. Now, these people are not materialistic. You do not have to open a bank account to service their language. These people want sentimental gifts. It can be as much as their favorite little chocolate from the grocery store. They don't want you to buy some big expensive gift. It's not about material value. 
It's about sentimental value. And these people, you know, they misunderstood, bless them. They look like materialistic, image-conscious, selfish lovers. They're not. They just like little gifts. That's okay. Cool bananas. Let's get over it. Give them a goddamn Freddo from the shop. Who cares? You know, so for example, I love those sesame snaps. Oh, geez, they're my fave. So if my partner was to bring home a Freddo and not a sesame snap, I'd be looking at that going, excuse me, you know I like the snaps. Why are you giving me the Freds? You know what I mean? Like, don't be giving me Freds when I want snaps. So for example, there, there you've got one. Make sure that your communication of gifts and your gift giving is specific to your lover. There's no point trying to speak that language and that way of expressing love if you are not doing it the way they want it to be delivered. They won't hear it, see it, believe it. Number four, quality time. This is one of mine, so I get passionate about this one, is these people want you to be present when you hang out with them. So for example, sitting at a cafe and the person that you're with is just on their phone, distracted, hyperactive, not having eye contact, boom, explosion within. Like light my fire on fire inside. I'm like raging from the inside out. I want to smash your face. Bit aggressive. Probably don't want to smash your face, but that is the emotional driver there. Like I'm raging. I'm like, put your phone down. I'm here. This is my special time. I want quality. I'm giving you quality. Don't be giving me less. I did say passion warning there, so sorry about that. But yeah, quality time. These people want quality, okay? Think picnics, think adventure, think fun. Once again, in alignment with their style of fun, right? So let's say their style of fun is going to the theatre or their style of fun is picnic and sunsets and just like eye gazing and like holding hands and just like, walking through the bush and smelling all the beautiful flowers and senses and just that really quality present time where nothing is interrupted, disrupted, and it's just you two connecting, communicating, sensual, like all that yummy stuff. Can you tell I like this one? (laughs) Now, on the flip, on the contrary, if you don't give them quality time, they will disconnect, they will numb out, they will shut down. You'll get that passive aggressive inner rude finger up to you. They're going to be like, well, you know, if you're not going to be quality and connected with me, I'm going to go hang out with someone else. Guilty, Your Honor, have done that in relationships because it's like, well, I'm giving you my time. Once again, speak their language. If you want to feel love connected, you've got to get on the same page with the languages, alrighty? Number five, physical touch. This is a gorgeous one. Love it. So this one is obviously about physical touch. And let me tell you, physical touch has been around for a long time. I mean, like one of our means of greeting is physical touch, shaking hands. Europeans love a kiss on the cheek. Okay, so we are wired and fired to want physical touch. Also, fun fact, Our animalistic need is, I think it's something like eight times, some people say 10, some people say seven, but whatever, around there. We need that contact every day. So a lot of us are actually neglected of physical touch and that has a series of other activations in the neural pathways of threat response. Won't go into neuroscience in this episode. We'll keep it simple, sexy and just focus on the love languages. But, you know, physical touch is very important. 
When we're born, what do we want? Skin on skin. First means of attachment, usually via nipple. Literally, our first means of attaching, belonging, feeling safe is physical touch. So lots of people have this one. Maybe not as their major one, maybe as their minor. So, okay, that's the other thing is we have one or primary or secondary. I call it majory. No, I don't. Not majory. That's another word. Major, minor. But some people say primary, secondary. So you generally have two, right? So lots of people have this because, you know, it's an animalistic desire to need touch. I mean, like too much touch, like all up in my grill, passion, you know, sloppy, slopping kisses on the face, mm-hmm. not so hot. But hey, we all like a bit of touch in there. Now, this can look like in the kitchen, just simply brushing past your partner. It can look like a, a guising. <laughs> eye gazing a little longer it can look like sitting on the couch a little closer holding hands in public now for goodness sake if you're out in public and these your lover has this love language and they initiate to hold your hand and you pull away boom alarm bells not gonna love it they are gonna put that silent rude finger up they're gonna light that in a fire of fuck you not happy jan so be mindful of that If your lover is a physical touchy-feely person and they like a bit of physical touch, bloody well do it. If you want this relationship to last, lovers out there, take your stubborn hat off and just give them what they need. Give and take, guys. Swings and roundabouts. All that jazz. So there you go. There is love languages in a little cute nutshell for you. Like I said, if you would like more information, head over to my Instagram. I explain it and flesh it out a little more. I have a reel for each love language and an explanation for each love language in IGTV. IGTV, yeah. Um, So head over to there. And if you have any further questions, hit me up either on Instagram, info at thecollectivetherapy.com and I would be more than happy to answer any of your questions. Alrighty, lovers, have a lovely day or evening. Bye. By the way, guys, if this episode gave you value and you would love to dive deeper into how this could work in your relationship, then please reach out. My contact details are in the show notes. There is also a free ebook and quiz for you to take, and these will help you gain clarity on where the potential cracks are in your relationship and how to start repairing them. I have also designed a three-month-long online face-to-face couples course called Contemporary Couples. It is bespoke, meaning that the worksheets and what have you are designed specifically to the couple's needs and aren't generic. My clients tend to walk away feeling empowered and elated with absolute clarity on what works best for them in their relationship and where they need to go next. Their love feels alive again. And I will not give up until your relationship is where it wants to go. Contact me for a free 20-minute discovery call or email me for more details. Bye.